Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We're asking if things have changed for people uh, who made the decision to be child free in 2022 or do you still face those questions about your choices uh, often from random members of the public. The uh, magazine art editor with RSVP Marguerite Kiley is with me though here on the show today. Marguerite you made the um, you made this decision when did you do that? Andrea um I was never really, it was never on my radar to have, have children, you know. When, uh, when I was a kid myself, I always steered clear of, you know, the baby dolls and uh, things like that. And I went straight like for the stuffed animals and the Care Bears. So it was just, it was never on my, my radar to have kids. And I know everybody says, you know, oh, the biological clock is going to kick in, but I think, you know, my biological clock came without batteries because I just never, um, that, that, that yearning or that desire to have kids was never there, to be honest, you know? So, um, uh, I suppose actually when I made the concrete decision was when I was 33, um, because I'd come out of a long-term relationship and I hadn't thought too much about having kids, but when I was single, all of a sudden I, I was saying, oh, my God, you know, what am I going to do? I've nobody to have kids with. Uh, but when I actually thought about it and sat down and considered it, it was like, hang on a second. Where is this coming from? You know, is it coming from external forces or is it coming from me? And I, I realized, you know, I never wanted to have kids. So I kind of listened to myself rather than watch you know, society was telling me to do and uh, made that decision then. Yeah. Do, do you feel that you were, well, how were you judged for that? Because this is, oh. I find people always say, you know, it's it's mm. one of these decisions that um, everybody wants to offer you an opinion on it. Yeah. And and I found that now uh, at the age I am now, I'm, I'm nearly 44, uh, you know, that ship has sailed. So I don't get asked those questions, but I did. And um, I mean, they're, they're pretty typical. Um, I suppose there's three, three main things. The first thing would be people would say, well, what if you regret it? You know, but um, I think having a baby, you know, just in case, um, isn't really a reason to procreate. Yeah. And I, I, I would like kind of uh, question uh, the soundness of your decision making if you're doing it, you know, just in case you might regret it. And I mean, the, the second um, uh, thing I would hear is like, oh, what about when you're older, you know, and you don't have kids to look after you? But I suppose in that regard, like, and I get that. I definitely, I do understand that, you know, I'll be missing out on that experience but like I think children shouldn't be you know an insurance policy you know when you are older yeah. either you know and you never know how it's going to work out you know whether those kids will move away whether you have a bad relationship with them and and the, the last thing um, and this is this is really common it's like aren't you, aren't you being selfish which I could never actually wrap my head around because like Is that a common keep... is that a common judgment? The only yeah. reason I ask I thought you were going to say like the one that I, I get is you know ah, you'll change your mind you know in a couple of years you'll, you'll change your mind you'll change your mind when you when you meet the right person like these are the um, these are deci- these are things that people have said to me over the years yeah, yeah. Well, definitely I got that too, but I don't know how you find it, but I, I find that quite patronising. You oh, know, it's totally, like, oh. yeah. But sure, the, everybody has a everybody has an opinion and they're only dying to get to share it with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, absolutely. You know, and it's, it's funny because it's like nobody asks 
ask, you know, like people might might say to you, oh, you know, like, uh, are you, you know, why don't you want to have kids? But I often felt like turning around and saying, but why do you want to have kids? You know, like, why do you want to, yeah. want to have kids? But like, the thing is that we never dare question someone's decision to become a parent and people just kind of autopilot their way into parenthood, you know? So the uh, sel- have- but being selfish is one that you get commonly. Like that, I just said, that's, that's unbelievable, like. Well, it's certainly something I would have gotten in my 30s, you know? It's like, aren't you being a bit selfish? But like, from, like, from my perspective, yeah. like, you have... The pe- people who have kids, no, like people, uh, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you do it for the same reason. And that's for yourself, you know, like you make a decision for yourself to have a child. You make a decision for yourself not to have a child, you know. And I actually think rather than being selfish, I think a kind of people who don't have kids act in quite a responsible way because you think it through. You say, OK, am I doing the right thing here? Am I, you know... Am I going to bring this child into the world? Can I look after it? Can I give it the love and time? Yeah. For me, I was just like, no, you know, so... Let me bring in as well, Marguerite, stay with us because uh, Margaret O'Connor, who's a counsellor and psychotherapist, is with us in the programme today because, Margaret, you specialise in, um, I suppose, helping people to to make that decision. Is that right? Yes, I do. Thanks so much for having me on. And, um, yeah, it's brilliant just to hear Marguerite talking about it there because she's she's really spot on that's some of the things I'd be trying to help um, people work out for themselves and just to clarify I'm not trying to lead anyone in any direction but because there's so many very very strong and quite um, maybe unconscious like social beliefs and and we internalize those beliefs about what does it look like you know what does it mean to become a parent what does it mean to not become a parent I think people really need some objective kind of neutral space to work out what is what is most important to themselves, what matches their values, their uh, their own wants and desires for their own lives exactly so that they don't end up making a decision on autopilot and that they might actually yeah. end up. Why well, is it because, Margaret, typically and maybe, Marguerite, you've, I don't know if you've experienced this, but is it often, Margaret, that, um, you know, the, the advice that people get from family and friends and I'm sure, you know, well-intended advice, it's just the kind of the usual stereotypical you'll change your mind kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and and it is usually quite well intended, or it's people that you know enjoy parenting so much themselves that they want you to have that experience. They can't understand why you, them. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then it seems really alien that it might be something you you don't want to do in your own life. Um, a lot of the time, I think it's just a given. I suppose when you look at you look at films, you look at TV, you look at advertising, the 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 life path that we see presented the majority of the time is. You know, in it might be a slightly different order now, but the things are still the same. You meet somebody, you you get a house if you're lucky enough. You you get married and you have children. You know, there that's what we expect people to do, um, and and maybe we don't question that very much yeah. uh, until uh, we we meet someone who's doing something differently, and that that can be quite shocking. Uh, we we just don't like. What are you going to do otherwise? You know, we just don't. Some people find it really hard to visualize what life without children looks like. Ali is joining us as well. Um, Ali, why did you get in touch about this? Um, it's something I'm also very passionate about. I've known my whole life that I didn't want children and it was never really an issue until I experienced quite crippling pressure from an ex-mother-in-law figure. Um, she didn't hear my choices. She didn't give me my due for not wanting children and she just begged me and begged me to have children, which then 
I suppose it lit my fire to be a, a bit of an ambassador for the child free and to recognize that there's so many different paths to happiness and there's no right or wrong. I think there's the right or wrong for the, an individual, but in general, um, different things bring different people happiness. So it's really, I like to try and raise the awareness that we have the choice. Well, having the choice is actually a luxury. It's a privileged place to be. Um, but we do have the choice. And some people kind of don't realize they have that choice until it's maybe too late. So I think it's really important to encourage people to think really deeply as to whether or not it's something for them or whether or not it's external pressures um, that Margaret does a great job in kind of helping people distinguish between mm. um, to bring children into this world and, and what that would look like in their life. The fear of missing out on something, Margaret, um, is, seems to be a kind of a common text coming in here today and like I get the sense that you know and I I see it in my own kind of age bracket that some people I wonder if they you know they're not sure if they actually want children but they they sometimes have a kid because they they're Mm. they're afraid of looking back in five and six years time and saying I missed the opportunity or why didn't I or whatever Mm. like it's FOMO Uh, reason I, I would say it's it's really, really hard to pick a different life path. And, and that might sound a bit dramatic, but wait, if you feel like you're the only one, if all your friends, if all your family, you know, all have kids and you're thinking, oh, I'll be the only one who, who doesn't. Or if you don't know other people who have made that decision, or once again, you're not seeing them, they're not being represented, so you're not even sure again what it looks like. We have such a strong need to belong and not be different. Like it's, it's quite a kind of evolutionary brain thing that that can be really, really strong. So it can be quite hard to go against that. And I think that's why it's really, really important then to figure out like you need your own support network. You need to know other people in a similar situation. You need to, you know, a lot of the work I would do as well is help people who do know that they want to be child free. It's like, well, how, you know, how do you want to make that your, your life? How do you, you know, what else do you want to focus on that, you know, so that you, you don't end up missing out on anything, you know? Um, but it can be really hard, really, really hard to, to be different from other people. This texture here says, my one regret about not having children is that my parents don't have any more grandchildren and my nieces and nephews don't have cousins nearby. Yeah. Yeah, again, you know, and I understand that, but it's such a pressure. Like, again, is that a good enough reason? I suppose I'm always thinking, you know, having a child is such a personal decision. It's something you are doing, obviously, you know, and it will be in your life and it, and it, it, you will be fully responsible for that child. So are you willing to take that on to, to make that your life for other people? You know, it, it. I don't know if that's always the best reason. But again, there can be a lot of pressure. It can be unspoken. It can be specifically mm-hmm. spoken uh, from from other people. But again, I just think, you know, we have to, I suppose, try and look. If we're able to do that, we have to look and see, well, how do I want to live my life and what's a priority for me? Um, but I do understand that's a pressure. Do, do you think, Marguerite, if things changed or improved in like 2022 and in today's society where we're at, like, is very lucky for myself personally that um, that I've been allowed to make that choice and I actually didn't come under much pressure from, from my own family. You know, they were very supportive, really. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to make that choice, you know, 60 years ago. So it definitely is improving. And, you know, with social media, you know, there's, there are those uh, networks and communities out there so you, you can learn. Like, there's lots of other 
women out there like me who are in a similar situation that, you know, could give you the courage to, you know, step forward and make that choice if it's something that... uh, that you want to do, you know? Yeah, this text right here says, I, I decided actually back in the early 80s when it was severely frowned upon uh, not to have a child. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address, though, as always, if you do want to get in touch with us on the programme. Uh, Marguerite Kiley, Margaret O'Connor, Ali as well. Thanks a million to you all for joining us here on the programme today. That's all we've time for on the show. As always, if you've missed any of the programme, you can listen back. You can get it on the Newstalk app. Just subscribe there to Lunchtime Live. Sean will be here next. Uh, my thanks, as always, to the production team. I'll be back lunchtime live midday tomorrow. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.